Hi everyone, it's Crystal, BuildUp's Communications Manager. This week on the Nonprofit BuildUp, we're discussing how to successfully form a corporate partnership. This episode was recorded as an episode from my Fast Build Friday series, a web series where we quickly build what you know about infrastructure design in the nonprofit sector. Many for-profit companies are getting involved in supporting change, especially throughout the holiday season. But do you know which ones you should be working with, how to strengthen your partnerships, and how to remain compliant with nonprofit laws while partnering with a for-profit company? Keep listening for more about how to successfully form a corporate partnership, including two considerations to help guide how you engage with corporate partners. And with that, here's Fast Build Friday, Episode 13. You're listening to the Nonprofit Buildup Podcast, and I'm your host, Nick Campbell. I want to support movements that can interrupt cycles of injustice and inequity and shift power towards vulnerable and marginalized communities. I've spent years working in and with nonprofits and philanthropies, and I know how important infrastructure is to outcomes. On this show, we'll talk about how to build capacity to transform the way you and your organization work. Hi everyone, it's Nick with Build Up Advisory Group and it's Fastball Fridays, a web series where we'll quickly build what you know about infrastructure design in the nonprofit sector. Today's fast build topic is how to successfully form a corporate partnership. In this moment, we are thinking of new ways to do things. We may be receiving funding from and working and partnering with new people, organizations, and sectors. One of these newer sectors for many organizations is the private sector. For-profit companies have taken an interest in having more than just shareholders and are more interested in serving their stakeholders and society as a whole. They're thinking more about how to incorporate social impact into their business models. Working with experienced nonprofit partners is a great way for them to accomplish this goal. And these partnerships can also be beneficial for nonprofits. They allow nonprofits to leverage corporate resources and help scale impact. So I wanted to discuss a couple of considerations to keep in mind when forming these partnerships. First, make sure that there is value alignment between your organization and the potential corporate partner. This may seem obvious, but I have seen so many organizations fail to consider this point and enter into partnerships with corporations that they are not aligned with from a value perspective because of the amount of resources the corporation was bringing to the partnership. When you do not have this value alignment, you are going to eventually see and feel its absence. First, in the way they want you to show up throughout the partnership, and that will be seen in the contract terms that you have to agree to. Second, in the way they engage or talk about the communities you serve. And third, in the way they value their team and your team that are working to bring the partnership to life and ultimately provide support to those in need. So make sure you have a robust vetting process based on your values and needs and can carefully evaluate the partnership opportunities that come your way to see if they are a good fit for your organization and your work. Second, ensure that the partnership furthers your charitable mission. This means that you need to be able to have control over certain aspects of the partnership so you can determine whether or not the resource sharing that is occurring and how it occurs within the partnership itself is charitable. 
this point is not easy because you might be the partner with less leverage. So having a conversation about what you should and should not control may feel awkward, but this is why the vetting process I flagged in my first consideration is so important. A partner should understand that as a charitable organization, you need to ensure that certain activities cannot occur within the partnership and that all activities within the partnership should be exclusively educational or broadly benefit the public instead of simply increasing revenue for the corporate partner. You should have a say in key aspects of the partnership and be able to control how they are structured to ensure they are charitable, regardless of the leverage or resources you're bringing to the partnership. If you will not have this sort of control in the partnership, you should walk away. Incorporating these considerations will help you build an infrastructure that allows you to work with all types of people and organizations to scale your impact. And that's what we want. You just need to make sure you're engaging only in partnerships that allow you to use your influence and your voice in the most powerful way for the vulnerable and marginalized people you serve. And that's our fast build. I want to hear how you are thinking about corporate partnerships. I would love to hear from you and about your experience in the comments below. Thanks for watching. Have a wonderful weekend and keep building bravely. Thank you for listening to this episode of Nonprofit Buildup. To access the show notes, additional resources, and information on how you can work with us, please visit our website at buildupadvisory.com. We invite you to listen again next week as we share another episode about scaling impact by building infrastructure and capacity in the nonprofit sector. Keep building bravely. And that concludes this week's episode. What do you think about corporate partnerships? Let us know on our LinkedIn at BuildUp Advisory Group or on Twitter at Nick is Building Up. Strong partnerships can have a strong impact and change the narrative and course for so many communities. So let's make sure they're well built.